Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols and I am also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 204. 204. He's the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. How's it going, James? <laughs> going pretty good johnny you know what's strange is 204 sounds way lower than 186 doesn't it (laughs) like i feel like ever since we hit 200 i'm like oh this isn't that many episodes anymore but when i said like 194 that's excessive yeah that sounds stupid but now it's like yeah we could do this forever yeah it's almost as if uh the prices at the grocery store know this logic (laughs) You ever been to Walmart, James? Uh, I have. Yeah, great place. Um, <laughs> Good how's it going? Great, great, yeah. for this, great for this country. Great company, better place, or better place, <laughs> better ingredients. What are we doing? I have no idea. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to introduce our guest? Speaking of Walmart, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Save money, live better. Walmart, owned by the Walton family. Uh, they're treating their employees good and treating you better with with deals for Meals on Wheels that give you all the feels. Walmart, did you go yet? Get a gun. Hi guys, how we doing? <laughs> what if what if Walmart? What if we out of nowhere all of a sudden got sponsored by Walmart and this was our attempt to try to like <laughs> organically organically talk about Walmart <laughs> for sponsorship. Well, and we can't do it in a positive way. We just can't do light. it because we don't. One, one, we don't like Walmart, and two, we don't know how to advertise. <laughs> <laughs> All of our ad reads devolve because I don't want to be told what to say. <laughs> uh, real quick, we get halfway through Walmart. Don't tell us what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, this episode is brought to you by Walmart. I don't know why. Fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, Walmart in 2007. I'm saying this all off the dome. Uh, they, they had the new slogan, save money, live better, which replaced always low prices, which was their slogan for 19 years. So right before the recession hit, they changed always low prices because they knew it was not about to be about low prices. So Walmart Hmm. probably should have been involved in the big short. Like as another character, the way New York City was in that. Yeah, film. no, I like to think that Walmart is is a character in the movie. <laughs> yeah, More most like of Woody the... Allen's films really benefit from Walmart as a character. Yeah, do you do you remember that movie Walmart Hatton? It's in black and white. And it, it's about how he has a relationship with a seventeen year old who is Ernest Hemingway's granddaughter. That's right. Do you guys remember that movie? <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I don't know if it was Ernest Hemingway's granddaughter or daughter. It was Mariel Hemingway. The point is, Ma- thanks for I having Manhattan me. Was, I thought Manhattan was what's-her-name. Oh, no, I'm thinking of... You're thinking of um, his marriage to his uh, daughter. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, James, I'm pretty sure you were thinking of his marriage to his daughter. Yeah, that's probably what you're thinking of. That's Honestly, you're probably right. You think Soon Yi's ever been to a Walmart? No. No. I don't know if Soon Yi's ever been I to think- the store. I feel like she would be uh, lambasted. Anyway, thanks for having me, boys. <laughs> it's, thank you so much for being here. Uh, how are we doing? How are our weeks? And eating anything delicious? Oh, I had me a delicious weekend. 
tell us of your delicious weekend. Your boy ate too dang much and would do it all again in a heartbeat. We got ramen from this place called uh, uh, Kai, Kaiya. Oh, boy. Point is, it's great. <laughs> oh, boy. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Keep going. No, finish up. Tell I us what it was called. I don't know enough to Google it, so you have to do enough until I can Google it. It's called, doing okay, of, I, of the wait staff. I misspoke by one letter. It's called Zaya, Z-A-Y-A. Uh, it's delicious. And then the next day, we had our cake tasting at uh, Baked in Red Hook. Your boy ate, I'm going to say cumulatively. Where is that? What's that? Where's Baked in Red Hook? Is Where it, do they bake it? And it's in Red Hook. Now, is it called Baked or is it called Baked in Red Hook? It's called Baked, and it is in Red Hook. Got it. They don't have other baked locations in other places. Not so far as I know. I bet there's multiple places called Baked. It was smart of them to not call it Baked in Red Hook if they want to expand. Right. Because then it would have to be baked in Red Hook in Austin, New York, or something like that. Would that. Get right? Very yeah, confusing. they'd be in a real, they'd be in a real Ruth Chris scenario. Yeah, <laughs> baked in Red Hook in Cairo, in Egypt, in Africa. Yeah. We're opening our second location in Cairo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, you got to get that Middle Eastern market. It's popping off. If they love, if they love the uh, the millionaire shortbread bars as much as I do, it's going to be popping off. Did you know that the NBA is investing like millions and millions of dollars in developing talent in India? Because if they get an Indian superstar, that'll just unlock billions of like dollars in revenue. They've, they've I mean, tried so the NBA. It a makes couple sense. Guys. Like, like fully a fourth of the people in the world live in India. So right. why wouldn't? So like, they're trying real. So they're like have all these like efforts in India to raise up basketball talent from a young age. It's very interesting. There was this guy, Sim Bular, who was at University of New Mexico or New Mexico State, something like that, uh, who was like essentially, at least the first time I can remember something like that, where he was like a seven foot one dude from that part of the world. And they were like, it's a lottery ticket. If it hits, we're all going to be gazillionaires. Right, yeah. Yao Ming made so much money for the NBA. It's crazy. An absurd amount. Um. Anyway, I digress. How? To, what were your favorite cakes? We had actually. I can pull up the list that I had sent. Have you, you. made your? Have you made your selection on what it's going to be? We have made the selection. Our favorites were. This is for Joe's wedding. This for is, the viewer at home. And, and it's uh, for the cake. By the way, just for us. No one else gets to have any. It's just a, a single tier <laughs> personal cake. Uh, everyone else <laughs> it's is a cupcake. Everyone else gets to have like cookies and brownies and shit. The cake is just for me. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up. I'm no. getting some cake. Johnny no. and I are going to get some cake. Don't you worry. Yeah, We're going to come yeah, over yeah. there. You can't stop us. The There's whole two reason of us. I had the, the you think whole... you and Amanda can stand up to John and I? Uh uh-uh. uh. I know I can. <laughs> I'll be cake so drunk. Tiny. No, you won't be cake uh, drunk because you won't have any cake in your mouth. Because we're going to come over there before you got, before you have a chance to get any cake in your mouth, and we're going to put a knock to your cake. We're going to get in there. Uh, it'd be great if on this most scripted of days, that is that is that is aligned down to the minute, the the curveball comes at the part that Amanda does not care about. It's the only thing that I care about is the cake, <laughs> and and then it is completely blown up. That would be very fun. Uh, I've been to four weddings this year, and I haven't had cake at a single one of them. I care about cake at a wedding so little. I think I ate your cake at James's wedding. I think that's how that happened. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I had a bite. Of, I had a bite of James's cake. Yeah, 
So that's the one piece. Yeah, but I did not have a full. I didn't get my own cake, which I was very upset about because it was funfetti, and we didn't. I didn't get to have any of it. I don't think. Uh, I either didn't. Out, I either didn't have any of it, or I had two pieces. Wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think I had any of it. Hey, I think two, I kind of missed it. Two sides I think of the it was same left out on my plate. Yeah, I think it was left out on my plate, and I was out. I was talking to too many people, and then you I didn't missed. get to save like freeze a piece to have in a year. I'm sure we did that. I think maybe, but also that. That cake. Have you ever had frozen, unfrozen cake? It sucks. It unequivocally sucks. It sounds. It's it, terrible. It sounds right. I mean, that was that was the issue we ran into with this cake tasting. Is it was all cupcakes, which are also just inherently more difficult to, like, keep. Get a sense of. Yeah, and then. But anyway, to answer the initial question, Johnny, uh, our favorites, uh, Funfetti, similar to James. Uh, there was a lemon option, which was very good. Um, a salted caramel situation, which would have had like the cake version of which would have caramel like soaked into the cake itself. Ooh. Um, there was like this apple cinnamon type deal that was uh, better than it had any right to be, and a chocolate peanut butter, which wound up being the choice. Chocolate peanut butter is just such a classic good combination. Like I feel like you can't go wrong. You really can't. It was the best of the bunch by a pretty decent margin. Go for it. Say it. I every chocolate peanut butter cake or dessert from a restaurant I've had has always been too rich. It's too much. Yes, I don't I, want anyone else to have it. I will have it. John <laughs> and I over this. John and I. Yeah, we've covered this. We were going to assault you and your wife <laughs> on your wedding day in front of all of your gathered friends and family, and we're going to eat some of your cake. Right. It's not I all haven't of it. wanted cake at any of the weddings I've been to, but now that you've told me I can't have it, yeah. oh boy, do I want it. <laughs> yeah, why would you? That was a com- complete mistake. Had you just mentioned it, I would have forgotten about it. But you told us we can't have it, and now we're going to have it. Right. The forbidden fruit of cake. Mama, yeah, look at Johnny's got a little mini bat in his hand. He's threatening you right now. I have a little Louisville slugger that I uh, play with during meetings, and it must be ominous for the other people on the call. Well, <laughs> allow me to disarm you both with my charm. <laughs> all right now after all of that cake tasting uh we ate something else but then uh yesterday we went to the mets game ate uh jacob's pickles chicken and biscuit uh some uh buffalo mac and cheese came home ate Domino's. it was an indulgent ass day how don't you get shingles? Why do I keep getting shingles, and you do never get shingles? Oh, Johnny, one thing it's about me: you, you don't eat like you don't eat like an animal. <laughs> you need yeah. to eat more. You, you need to have it so that so all my body's ready for all it. diseases are trying to get in, but they're all blocked by each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a real jackass cone at the top of the subway exit uh, situation. Johnny, it is exactly a jackass cone at the top of a subway exit. Uh, how <laughs> everyone gets that reference? <laughs> what did you guys eat, Johnny? Mm, I uh, thought I had shingles again. Uh, turns out I don't potentially, but uh, it's because I've been eating and drinking poorly. So this weekend I tried to be much better. I went to a wedding and didn't have a drop of alcohol. Uh, weddings are more fun with alcohol. Did you know that? Yeah, they you certainly can, yeah. are. You, you can have really loud conversations then. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did a, a sober I, wedding two weeks ago, though, and yeah, you're right. It's just the da- it's it comes down to the dancing, really, because you can't. Right. You're never gonna cut loose. There's just 
with booze, there's just this level you go to that is unlocked in dancing that you're like, here I go, that you just can't get to yeah. sober. It's like. I, I did have a nice moment where I thought I was in a good middle ground of. I completely agree. The dancing was not quite as fun, but it was also nice that I didn't. Every now and again, you have those moments you're like, do I need alcohol? And it was a nice moment to be like, okay, no, I can go to a wedding, have a good time, and not drink. Right. And it's not like a level in my life where I'm like, do I need some kind of an intervention? Right. I felt very at a good level. I'm like, all right, no one in my, I'm not going to show up one day at home and all my friends are going to be in a circle for me. Right. I don't think I'm at that level. We will, but it'll uh, be for your bar mitzvah that we're going to force on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're gonna, my second bar mitzvah. And then we're going to lift you up in a chair. I have a bar mitzvah every 13 years, so I'm only five years away from my next one. Uh, there was barbecue at the wedding. It was very good. I had a nice pulled pork sandwich. Uh, and then otherwise, I've been trying to eat fairly healthy to uh, be a healthy person, so I have nothing important to To counterbalance to all of the indulgences. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, quick question while we're on the subject. Since I, a- since I stupidly asked this in a group chat this weekend... Uh, were there any songs that were played at the wedding that got that had you had the influence of alcohol would have had you absolutely tearing it up? So Joe Strix sends a uh, text to all of his groomsmen on a Saturday night that says, hey, we're putting together our wedding playlist. You're allowed one joke answer and one real answer. One other guy gave a real answer. I gave a real answer and no other real answers were given. Uh, oh, so Joe's wedding is going to have two songs on repeat. Oh, oh for five time. on the real answers. I'm sorry. I gave a real answer. I didn't. I only gave my real answer, and I'm upset that it's not being considered. It's kind of bullshit. Which Why is Good King Wenceslas by Bing Crosby not a good dance song? Explain it to me. It's going to be the holiday season. I'm just trying to usher that in. That's all it is. James, I get that, but you try and sell that to uh, to the old ball and chain. All right. I'll uh, I'll self tape a video of me dancing to Good King Wenceslas <laughs> to prove that it's a good dancing song. Crumping to Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, this was an interesting wedding. They had good. It was the music was good. It was a little bit different. Typically, they had some of the classics. They had Shout. They had a you know uh, a Bruno Mars that I know you're morally opposed to. Uh, but then they also they had a lot of Drake. Sure. Uh, decent amount of. Decent amount of Beyonce, yeah. decent amount of Jay Z as well. Yeah. Uh, there's something I don't. I need to put my finger on what it is exactly, but like uh, a predominantly white wedding where they play rap. There's I don't. There's something weird that happens, and I can't put my finger on it. It's racism. Do you know Johnny, what I'm talking you're, about? You're thinking of systemic racism. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's almost, specifically? I, I think the feeling. I think the feeling you're feeling is a, is appropriation. Yeah. And, and you and, know that these people don't show – because they're showing an appreciation for the art and culture of one people that they don't show in their everyday life. And maybe right. that's what you're feeling. But yeah. And and really, if you want to put a finger on it, simply place your finger on any part of your body. And then you will – it should all crystallize. <laughs> I'm glad we've solved both racism and your wedding playlist on this podcast. <laughs> in that order. It was a real one-two punch. That's it right. is strange, Jenny. That is a strange phenomenon because there are groups of white people where it's not; it doesn't feel like an issue. But then there are groups of white people where it, it you're there is a feeling that comes over where you're like, "What?" I think if you switch seamlessly from like "Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy" to "Get Low," then we have a problem. That's where that's where things are an issue for me. I, is where oh, I so your issue is more just in the DJ not transitioning. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's yes, that is that is a genuine problem. But uh, I I just I don't know. 
in that case, it almost feels like it's enjoyed ironically, which feels disingenuous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, look, we're a bunch of white people playing wedding. Get Low at know. the Wedding. Isn't that, aren't, aren't we having fun at other people's expense or something? I don't know. So you're not yeah. going to play well, Get Low at your wedding? I don't think, so. I don't think Amanda's grandma's going to be super into that. Jesus Christ, no cake, no get low. What the fuck is the point of going to this guy? There show? are other songs, James. It's not the only song. <sighs> wait, 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 just for, for my own, I need to step outside of it for a second. The cake thing was a bit, right? You're having cake for everyone at the wedding? No. no. Oh, that's real. Yeah, that's this real. This is yeah. real. Yeah, that's a real thing. The thing we've been talking about for the last 20 minutes, that's real. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, no. why we're going to attack him. I, I get cake. Everyone else gets other things. Oh, okay. Now, now that I know this is real, explain that to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a bizarre. It's a bizarre choice. But, uh, I mean, it's, a, it's, a it's cost, definitely cheaper. It's a. It's that's it. It's a cost cutting measure. Oh, the, okay. That's great. The then. Venue, I have no problem with the that. The venue has like cake cutting fees and plating fees and all sorts of fucking dumb bullshit. So, okay, so the cake won't even be at the wedding. It'll be there. We're gonna have a picture with the cake where we cut the cake because we want to have a cake cutting picture and that'll be it. Got it. Okay. And what are you eating compared to what everyone else is? Okay, so you guys are all eating slop, and I get a king. And you get feast. lobster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what a good way to avoid a plating fee is? Just allow your guests to take handfuls of the cake. <laughs> now that's an idea. And then yeah. just, everyone comes up, everyone is allowed to just grab a handful and just eat it, and then there's no plates. Everyone, and you just go over the garbage and you just kind of everyone dressed hands together and, in, in their matrimonial best. <laughs> and we're serving barbecue and cake. <laughs> now, is there? If you don't think I can a... eat over a garbage can in a full suit, you're out of your fucking mind. I Hell just yeah. want to point that out. Okay. Will there be a fee for the cake that I bring personally that I'll be hiding inside of? <laughs> yeah. Johnny, if you sneak in, I don't know, just spitballing here, an entire Costco sheet cake, you are the new husband. You're getting married. <laughs> Interesting. All right, I'll think about this and I'll bring my own cake. Uh, yeah, it's I've I've considered it. I'll be honest. I've considered just hauling in a Costco cake and, and saying, "Come fight me. Uh, I am untouchable this day. <laughs> the laws of gods and men do not apply to me." Uh, anyway, I'll just say, James. I'm glad. I, I'm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm glad I clarified. I thought we were doing a bit, and then it became a slightly clear to me. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think this is a bit. So oh, it would have been so story. fun if we didn't clarify, and then in a month and a half, when, when you were <coughs> a cookie in front of you and not a piece of cake, the, the look on your face would have been priceless. Yeah. I would have in terms that. of the actual dessert, I would rather have a cookie over a cake any day. This is... This yeah. Is, it's, it's cookies, brownies, whoopie pies, and like millionaire shortbread. Those are the options. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Those, I would rather have any of those things rather than a slice of cake. I'm saying. Especially because wedding cake is not normally... Dude, one of the things not that good. they offered that we yeah, didn't try, but was like uh, some passion fruit curd bullshit. And it's like, we got to stop. Stop with curds in a wedding cake. It's people? always bad. Who are these people born in the depression who think that these fruity cakes are like the passion highest fruit? I don't high. mind the co- I don't think the co- I don't think the concept is wrong. I don't I think it's the execution. I don't the idea of a curd I have no problem with. Sure. But no, but I for for what is, is supposed the to fruit? be but what for what is supposed to be a universally enjoyed delicacy. Why are you sh- why are you slotting fruit into cake? That ca- fruit mm-hmm. is pies, cake is sugar. Mm-hmm. No, this is this is wrong. But no, you're <laughs> wrong. Can move on. no, you're wrong. 
Johnny, you a are my enemy. On, you are my enemy on this, but I will unite with you to attack Joe on the night of his nuptials. <laughs> okay, great. It's nice when it's nice when people can put down their arms yeah, for a correct. common cause. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. James, we're gonna throw That's it to right. you in, in just a minute after I declare passion fruit. Your moment is dead. The end. Jimmy, back to you. All right, that's fine. The enemy of your enemy is your podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, should we talk about uh, Scott Pilgrim versus uh, all kinds of folks? <laughs> sure. What was, what was, it's the versus the world. They did right? a yeah, bunch yeah, of different know. working titles, right? Scott Pilgrim versus <laughs> Scott Pilgrim. versus hella dudes. <laughs> yeah, Scott Pilgrim versus all kinds of folks is what Obama wanted to call it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whenever Obama said folks, it made me—I don't know—I thought it was fun. Scott uh, Pilgrim versus I just a small subject no, section of the world. Sorry, go ahead, Johnny. Okay, and now, uh, yeah, I like that movie. I think it's fun. Uh, I've never seen it. Do you like uh, the films of Edgar Wright? Sure. Why not? I would. I would. Enjoy, I definitely know I would enjoy it. Anna Kendrick's in it, isn't she? Who all is in Scott Pilgrim? I think so. Uh, I think yeah, like, I think. I think, she, like I think a so. ton of people are in. Scott yeah, Pilgrim. sneaky. There's hella. There's Aubrey Plaza, Kieran Culkin, Brie Larson, Chris in, Evans. Uh, Michael Sarah, obviously. Um, Allison Pill. Uh, oh, love Allison Pill. Yeah, Anna Kendrick is in it. Jason yep. Schwartzman. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure I would. I'm sure I would thoroughly enjoy this movie. I just missed it. Like yeah. it came out. Yeah, it, yeah, feel, yeah. it felt like it was a movie aimed at people our age when we were that age. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's I exactly just, right. 2010. Okay. Yeah. Out. I just it, I missed it, and then I never watched it, and I, it hasn't been like readily available. If it was on Netflix, I'm sure I'd throw it on, but I don't think it, I haven't ever seen it on there. So I think you'd whatever. enjoy it. It's it's twee. Yeah. And like very stylized, but ultimately, yeah. I think it stands up as a stands the test of time as a film. Uh, yep, I agree. I think you'd like it. Uh, they make they have garlic bread in it, and garlic bread is fantastic. I love garlic bread. Huge fan, big supporter. Uh, love yeah. all its work, um, all its forms. It really is. Garlic bread is one of those things where it's never necessary. But every time it's there, you're you're pumped. Everyone's. You're happy about yeah. it. Yeah, you're like, oh, sweet garlic bread. That's yeah. what it, it's never. It it's never like if there isn't garlic bread, I'm gonna be upset. But when it's there, you're just oh, it just brings a nice warm feeling. If, if you ever ate you. dinner at a friend's house and you're a kid and garlic bread was available, yeah, it's like right. all right, saving grace. Even if the rest sweet. of the food sucks, I've got garlic bread. Yeah, I can eat half this loaf yeah. in everyone's face. <laughs> the best. Oh, is there anything better? Then when you order from an Italian restaurant, and it's not like a fancy Italian restaurant, you're just like, oh, this is just an Italian place. And it comes, and you get like a pasta dish, and it comes with that little piece of foil bread. And you're like, oh, sweet, it came with bread. And then you open that up, and that's garlic bread, and you didn't know it was garlic bread. Oh! That's primo. There's no better feeling. That's you a fun feeling. You just open it up. Oh, it's garlic bread! And it's got the, the buttery, you like do the little reveal, yeah. like a clamshell. Oh, the best. Especially if you can see some of the butter still melting. You're like, oh, this shit's fresh! Oh, this is fresh as hell. <laughs> the first garlic bread that he makes is just the Pepperidge Farm out of the bag garlic bread. Was this a part of your childhoods? Yes. Um, no, it wasn't. Because if my if garlic bread was ever made in my house, my mom would just make it with like leftover, like a leftover Italian loaf or something like that. That's a that's uh, a James. Mom. James, mute yourself real quick. Yeah. No, I'm, Joe, I'm not think, gonna do that does, because Joe, he uh, thinks he's better than us. Yeah, no, he definitely. No, does. no, 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 no. I don't think I'm better than you. I am better. Than you. <laughs> John, we can't argue with him. He's got a bookshelf I'm, in the background. 
Yeah, I have a bookshelf in the background and a mom who loved me. So, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, your mom loved you because know- she didn't make you eat frozen garlic bread without cooking it. Oh. You know what we did have were um, French bread pizzas, which are basically which are garlic bread adjacent because it's the same bread yes. base. Same bread base, different toppings, but... Uh, yeah, well, for two, I have two points to that. First off, you know that my mother listens to this. How dare you <laughs> suggest? Uh, and two... Uh, Kenji Lopez Alt makes a garlic bread French pizza on his YouTube channel. Wait, which which Kenji Lopez Alt? Uh, J Kenji. Gotcha. Lopez-Alt. Okay, sorry. Keep going. I should have, I should have done that better. Uh, he makes garlic bread first, and then he makes like a cheese, like a pepperoni pizza on top of it, and it looks out of this world. Uh, I would. Uh, that sounds that, fantastic. That's all I have to say. I would love to just quickly say, uh, "Hi, John's mom. You fucking coward. I couldn't even do it." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i'm so sorry (laughs) that does does sound delicious i will say i have a love-hate relationship with garlic and there is such a thing as too much garlic yes okay so he 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 does get at this i think this is interesting so the first one we'll get there so i uh the first thing he makes is just a classic pepperidge farm out of the bag and it's he says it's good but it's you know margarine and it's you know it tastes like nostalgia yeah great the first version he makes is a Italian loaf from the grocery store that he puts butter and garlic from a garlic press. And then he's going to do com- a microplane later. Butter. He makes a compound butter with garlic from a garlic press and some herbs and puts that on there. And he says that's the right level of butter. He does later a version from America's Test Kitchen where he microplanes it and does all kinds of crazy stuff. And, mixes and he it says with it's too garlicky. Because it's, it's microplaned garlic cloves plus a teaspoon garlic of garlic powder, powder in water yeah. all emulsified together, which is a lot. You can't mix. Uh, yeah, it's too much. You can't mix actual garlic and garlic because garlic powder can over, can. If you've ever been sprinkling like ingredients into something and the the top slips on the garlic powder or one one shake goes too far, right. garlic powder can very easily take over whatever it's in. I very much agree. I do want to try the America's Test Kitchen version because I think it's touted as like a garlic lover's garlic bread. And it's also they press it in the oven so it gets like a crisp to it. So I think I would want to give it a try at the very and, least. And also, Johnny, you know who lo- I, you know who lovers garlic is your boy. That's why I would want to try it. Sorry, go ahead, Jamie. I was going to say, like, I, I, I love the idea of like the pressing down and stuff like that. But there also wasn't in that in that version. There was no there was nothing but garlic. There was no right. parsley. There were no no basil, no salt. No, it, no, it was, was garlic heavy. Fucking garlic. There, and it, yeah, it just looked. Woof! It looked. You like needed some much. adjacent flavors. Yeah, it needed something to like. I don't know. Brighten up the, what it was, and this was just. It a needed brown, an herb, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't yeah. do. I can't do garlic because I I love garlic, but I can't do too much of it because it it sits in my mouth for for days. I'll be burping up garlic. For, for days oh, on end. I, I invite it's, it's, that heartily. Oh, I can't do it. Um, a couple of years ago, I had a cold, and a roommate told me, uh, he's like, sometimes I'll just swallow whole col- cloves of garlic when I'm sick. Okay. And it helps me feel better. And I tried it, and I was burping up garlic for Yeah, days. awful. That sounds like to, bad advice. <laughs> you got bad advice. To sh- shout out to a uh, friend of the pod, Pedro Salinas. Uh, how were your boners, Johnny, <laughs> after that? Like this. Uh, I I don't remember anything out of the ordinary. Is there? A, does he have a bit about this? Pedro Salinas has a truly hilarious bit about his uh, Argentinian uncle, con- like f- forcing him to eat uh, 
whole cloves of garlic because it's good for for boners. <laughs> oh. he, yeah, I had no, I had no truly, memory of it's it, a, it just, helping or hurting. If you can find it somewhere, look up. Pedro Salinas is a hilarious comic. Look him up. Every, anything he does is great. Yeah, yeah truly. Um, uh, I was going to say something, and I lost it. The point is, I think... Oh, I was going to ask about um, thoughts on cheesy garlic bread. Does the addition of cheese... Lo- love it. Shoot it over the moon. It's wonderful. Okay. I, You know what I love? I love a... There's if we if if we can make a distinction, yeah, I'll take a cheesy bread with garlic before I'll take a garlic bread with cheese. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, yeah. Uh, if you if you're ta- if something is on a menu as cheesy bread and it's got a little bit of a garlic thing to it, you love that. As opposed to that. if you have a garlic bread with some cheese on it, that could possibly be too much. What I think all goes with that is like uh, like cheesy bread with a garlicky dipping sauce. I think that's uh that might be my ideal. See the garlicky dipping sauce is where I start to you start to lose because like Olivia, Olivia loves garlic like yeah. you do. Joe. She she will yeah she'll just and whenever we get Domino's she pays extra for the extra cups of that that dipping sauce is it's a bridge too far for me. Oh, it's, I love it because that, it's like un, it's like it's like the fentanyl of <laughs> garlic. It's like too much. Yeah, I can't do it. I think that's fair. I'll end up yeah. I'll end okay, up wait. It so up in for, this analogy, what's the the lower level that you do like? Uh, just like like I don't know regular garlic like like pressed garlic. No no it's sorry. Like, it's you said it's like fentanyl. I was curious of what your version of like a low dose of fentanyl. <laughs> is that you oh no, just like the heroin. I don't know the heroin of garlic is just like pressed. Oh garlic, yeah, like yeah yeah fentanyl. Right, got it. It's like yeah, it's like that. It's because it's like that a good clean heroin. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Is fentanyl in that we all heroin know and or, love. or cocaine? Fentanyl's everywhere. It's its own thing, but it's being put in different <laughs> things, and it's causing problems. Okay. I have a I have a controversial it's like statement. bacon in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jimmy. Uh, Please say I, your controversial thing. I have a very I think will be a very controversial statement and I've recently come to this conclusion. I don't think I've said it on this podcast yet. I am done with garlic knots. Garlic knots are fucking garbage. They're scraps that people have tricked other people into thinking are good. They are always dry. They are always over garlicked, and I cannot stand by anymore as they are peddled in front of I us. I can I can get behind this actually. Uh, I it's like the kind of thing that like I'll if they're there, like I can't be the source of them. But if they're available and someone's pushing them, it's like, all right, yeah, I'll go for it. But wait, who who do you know that is like a garlic knot fiend. evangelist? Almost no I one, just actually. feel like they're yeah, I no no one's an evangelist but like why are they like I feel like there are a lot of people who love them because they're just like garlicky bread but they just feel like such a waste of you know what they are to me is they're just a waste of stomach space is ultimately what they are because well, they hit like a rock they're a waste they're of a garlic ch- and bread because the garlic is never done enough and the bread has thus been wasted on on like poorly made garlic yeah you see i feel exactly the opposite because the the origin of a garlic knot is a pizza place having extra dough and needing to do something with it and then they give it to you for like a buck so i think they're a nice cheap way for a pizza place to like use up their stuff here's what i'll say you're getting fucking robbed if you're paying more (laughs) than 25 cents for those fucking things a buck but that's what a garlic knot no but i'm not saying one no i'm i'm no, I. There are places that charge yeah, like a dollar or garlic. It's like or like you get like a dollar three, not, for three dollars. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like it's 
if it's over 10 cents, you're getting absolutely <laughs> mugged. It's ridiculous. They're, they're just... The, they're just trash is what they are. They're just trash being sold to you so that they can make a little bit of money. Peak pandemic, we would go and we'd get pizza once a week and we would always get a pizza and we would usually order one order of garlic knots and they would usually throw in an extra order because they were like just trying to get rid of them. Yeah. And yeah. it was always a very nice, enjoyable thing. Here's the thing. If I, if somebody so if, I don't feel strongly about a knot, but I also don't hate them. If by I, sure. If I, if I order a, a couple slices of pizza... And I open the box, and they threw a couple knots in there. That's I'm going to eat them. I'm going to eat them. And I'm going to be like, yeah, that's fine. But going out of your way to order garlic knots, absurd. It's a waste of money and time. Get out of here. I feel like it's not a waste of an extra buck if you're throwing it on top. If you're going to a pizza place seeking out garlic knots, I think that might be insane behavior. But if it's an add-on, there's nothing better than getting a side of bread with your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, but I'm saying make it. Make that cheesy bread. This is wasted bread. That it's just I would. It, it could be so many other things. Or would, give your give yourself a little love and get some mozzarella sticks. Right. Add some I cheese just, to the bread. I, jo- Joey, I was just gonna say, those take up space that could more valuably be filled by mozzarella sticks. Oh, I had mozzarella <laughs> sticks last week, guys. They're the greatest food ever invented by human beings. I don't know why we're kidding ourselves. It's insane. M- you really like fried cheese? You think it's, it's that good? It's the best. It's <laughs> Honestly, so we got – oh, that was the other thing we got this weekend was Indian food and uh, got some, like, uh, fried paneer. Indian mozzarella sticks? Essentially, yeah. The, the fried paneer is essentially Indian mozzarella sticks. Just tremendous. Anyway. Paneer has a fantastic texture. Yeah. I love it. Big fan. Um. All right, and then he, at the end, he makes his own version of garlic bread. You knew he weren't going to get to the end of the episode without seeing him make his own loaf of bread. He made a pan cubano. James loved it. He said, finally, a bread. <laughs> I heard him say it. Yeah, we all heard it. It was an aesthetically beautiful piece of bread that he made. I will say that. It was It was a lovely-looking loaf of yeah, bread. it looks great. It was one of his better loaves. Loaves, guys? Loafs. Loaves, like chefs. Lo- Remember no, chefs? Remember the bit where chefs. we, we played like yeah. chefs? Ah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. We had fun from, on this From podcast. the movie Chev? Chev. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about the movie Chev the other day. I don't remember where, but I was. We were talking about it in Ann Arbor. We were talking about how it's a, how it's a perfect movie. Yeah, that was probably on the heels of my friend making everybody watch Morbius, and we wanted to talk about good movies. oh yeah we watched morbius i forgot about that i started playing cards during that we had a lovely time playing cards. yeah yeah that was great also did we talk about the food that we ate in ann arbor i don't think we did we did oh yeah we definitely did okay we definitely did hey guys last week color me no no no, we did (laughs) joe we did everyone knows about pizza (laughs) yeah uh the yeah overall fun app garlic bread I think he got to a very nice place. Uh, he put the herbs on at the end. Instead of putting it in the compound butter, he just sprinkled fresh herbs on top, which makes sense to me. Yeah. That checks out. That wound up being yeah. and the, the choice. And the Malden salt on top is definitely a yeah, nice touch. That, I think that's a very nice touch. Yeah. I think you finish a garlic bread the way you finish a pasta, and yeah. I am on board with that. Put, yeah, I wouldn't mm-hmm. have mind a sprinkling of some parm on there, too, you know? Yeah. That but now you're, nice. now, you're treading into, now you're treading into cheesy garlic bread versus garlic cheesy bread. <laughs> if we had a about? Pokemon... A Pokemon, it would start with garlic bread, and then its next evolution would be uh, garlic bread with some cheese on it, and then its final form would be a uh, French bread pizza made out of garlic yeah, bread. Yeah, and, it, and it, it would be always holding a dipping sauce. It'd be a real conundrum of a I character like, well, because it's constantly holding the thing that people use to eat it. 
Pokemon are weird. You think they eat them in that world? In the world of Pokemon, do people eat the Pokemon? 100%. I don't even think they're real. <laughs> no, 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 Johnny. Just follow me on this. Let's say uh, you got you got a nice... Uh, you, you caught a Charmander in a Charmander trap. In this world, they also they eat lizards. They don't go straight for the ones that, that look like cows. No, they use the char they use the Charmander to fry up the other ones. To fry up the Squirtle and the and the Bulbasaur. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. There was that TikTok that I think you sent us of the myth- mythical kitchen guy talking about which Pokemon he would want to eat and how he would prepare. Yeah, them. that was uh, that was an amazing TikTok. Yeah. That was perfect. That was fantastic because it was like you make an omelet with the execute. It's per- yeah. Anyway, go ahead. James. Also, quick update. A quick personal update before we get to any um, corresponding with cowards here. Um, I went out. Your boy went out, went food shopping uh, this past weekend. Bought himself some Entenmann's mini raspberry danishes. Oh, nice. Oh, man, am I on board. Yeah. Oh, man, am I on board. That's so nice. Yeah, it's a good thing I don't ever – I really avoid that section of the – yeah, the uh, there be dragons. Otherwise, I'd be yeah, I'd be snagging Danishes. These were they're mini. I think they're raspberry and cheese. There could be a little bit more cheese if I was being honest. Yeah. That was my that was my one gripe. But the raspberry was delicious. The bread was sweet. I have four left. I might finish them all tonight. Yeah, who has any idea? That's flavor country. It's so nice that you come to this podcast open to learning and growing, <laughs> and yeah. then you go and better yourself. Yeah. Especially especially I'm when your man for it. co-host holds a bat and threatens you to eat Entenmann's cake. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm still holding the bat lesson. <laughs> um, now should we correspond with a coward? Yeah. Let's do it. This one comes to us from our buddy AJ, who comes, uh, if you'll recall, from uni across the pond. He's roaming in Rome, uh, he says, this time it's personal. Greetings from over the pond. It's your boy, AJ. AJ, if we were over the pond, you'd be coming to us from above the Atlantic Ocean. Just a heads up. <laughs> uh, he hasn't even started the email yet, and we already tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> Listen, they talk They talk on the other side of the street over there, Johnny. you got to set it straight from the get-go. <laughs> uh, and the steering wheel is in the back of the car? Weird. Um... AJ says he's back from Rome, didn't see the Pope, fucking coward. Call him out from St. Peter's Square. Anyway. <laughs> boy. boy. Yeah. Uh, a thousand percent the right move. Uh, every, he says everything was amazing. The food. Uh, I don't know if it's the heat or the relaxing, but every flavor compound was turned up. A simple caprese salad. It's, it's actually, it's the humidity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, it's like a dry cheese over there. It's a lot of cheese, but it's a dry cheese. Uh, a simple caprese salad, the best ever. The tomatoes are so full of flavor. It's like your mind goes, oh, that's how they should taste. Uh, as a former cafe manager and former coffee master for Starbucks, the trip was caffeine-fueled, to say the least. If you go to the main tourist areas, the espressos are nothing short of shit. Of course. Everyone, every, the first thing anyone says about Italy, espressos are bullshit. <laughs> Uh, with a bit of research, we found a place called Faro in Rome that sat like 20 people, uh, had a full day working, uh, wait, hold on. Full day on a laptop, just people conversing like in the past before everyone was tech junkies. Uh, oh, and the cupping of two hummingbird balls. Who said that? Someone said something about cupping two hummingbird balls here. Oh, (laughs) but when you do the Italian hand gesture, it's like you're cupping... Right. Two hummingbird balls. <laughs> anyway, the coffee was strong, but full of flavor and sustainable. If you ever go, go there. That's called that's place is called Faro in Rome. F A R O. Check it out, you fucking. You cowards. heard it here first. 
everyone. Uh, coffee recommendation in Rome. <laughs> yeah, go now just for the coffee. Uh, anyways, did the usual places, uh, but with some city cards, they have other museums. We found wax museums with the celebs you know and love. George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Elvis, Mussolini, and Hitler. <laughs> and then, and then, no way. And then AJ included a pic that I'm going to share with you guys now. <laughs> there really is a wax sculpture of oh Mussolini and Hitler. Oh, my fucking God. Yo, that kid is so happy. I love yeah, it. That's, AJ, that's AJ's kid. <laughs> Uh, po- <laughs> posing with with Mussolini and Hitler. <laughs> it looks That's like they insane. nailed the Mussolini. They're a little uh, the Hitler is a little off. Yeah, start- as you showed it at first. Yeah, I was like, oh no, is AJ a child? <laughs> have we been talking with a child this whole time? Yeah, but it's his kid. <laughs> I Got should it. not have sent him those pics. Uh, but he should. <laughs> but but to be fair, he also shouldn't have sent me pics of Mussolini and Hitler. Uh, <laughs> in this picture. Which we unfortunately I don't think can post, but uh, no, please do not. But use your imagination. Use your imagination. Imagine if you will, World War II <laughs> Axis power leaders Benito Mussolini and Adolf Hitler in ill-fitting versions of their regular yeah, clothes, I was just say, <laughs> with imagine, a thrilled child in between. Imagine Hitler. Imagine Hitler wearing a Nazi uniform designed for me. <laughs> <laughs> right, six five, two hundred and fifty pound man. Hitler, who was famously like five foot three or whatever, uh, <laughs> yeah, it does look like he's wearing his dad's Nazi uniform. <laughs> I do have to say, they, I think they nailed Mussolini though. He looks exactly like, yeah, they, yeah. that's uh, that's Il Duce for sure. Um, and shout out to George, more kills, <laughs> George with more kills on Fortnite than these two. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another pic of George, pic of AJ and George in front of the Musea Vaticani. I will say when you Google Hitler pants, you do see that that come up a good amount. <laughs> that they were always too big? That they just like, they bulge at the kind of the kneecap a little well, no, bit. No, yeah, that, that was the, that's a, a military style. They're like bulging on, right. from the knee up to the thigh. But like, they're, <coughs> those are absurd the way that they did it. Truly right. incredible. Yeah, yeah. The, the wax sculptor really took some liberties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're gonna, if you're the guy who's forced to do wax sculptures of Mussolini and Hitler, <laughs> yeah. you might want to like make them look a little silly, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, fine, but I'm gonna make them look like a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Flies undone, boots are too big. Um, AJ continues. Happy days in Rome. We were planning a U.S. trip, maybe multiple states. Thinking more East Coast. Any takes on where to start and finish on a road trip? Best eats in New York. Come at me, bro. Loving the pod. Stop getting ill and getting married. Breaks in the podcast are no good. Your British coward, AJ. Hey, AJ. Mm. First off, go fuck yourself, you awesome coward. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, and we take breaks when we feel like it as a power move <laughs> because we're you do not own us because we're bad at this. Yeah, we take breaks when we feel like it, and when we just are bad, we don't schedule correctly and don't have yeah. what we need at the appropriate time. We take breaks when we feel like it, and also sometimes when we didn't feel like it, but it's too late. <laughs> um, as far as, I think we start with Best Eats in New York. I know we've talked about it multiple times, but I do have some updates of late. We also, we can uh, send him, who, didn't we send, who do we Oh, yeah, I think it was D or somebody. Somebody we yeah, sent think, a big yeah. Yeah. recommendation. We got, we, got, we got some lists. We'll yeah, send we you some send, lists. Yeah, we can send him a list. Yeah. Uh, we can email it, email it back to him and let him know. Hence hence the let question. Let him know! Um, 
I recently went to Paisano's in Little Italy. Just fantastic. Uh, right around the corner from Ferrara is the dessert spot, which is also incredible. Highly recommend both of those. Yeah, I would if my mine would be like a like going to like Defara or John's Bleecker or something that's such just like an iconic pizza place if you if you have to yeah hit one definitely hit an iconic yeah, yeah, pizza yeah. We, spot we can get pizza Rex. we'll give we'll do the fancy whole yeah. pants yeah. restaurants we'll get, we'll get them there. we can do the whole thing have either of you ever done uh an east coast road trip or a road trip of any kind oh yeah i've done a road trip to the grand canyon i've done east coast road trips i've done baseball yeah, I, stadium road trips Whoa. I've done I've done bunch of road trips. Uh, I did two out west road trips. I'm going on a mini road trip in a couple of weeks, and I'm very excited about. East Coast is tough because you want to be able to hit the cities, but driving the East Coast of the United States is a fucking nightmare. In the Northeast, sucks. Every because yeah, yeah. I ninety five, which is how you would get from most places, is garbage. And I guess you could swing out and do like. Uh, 81 in, in the like Virginia and stuff like that and do do like the Blue Ridge Highway or something like that to get some sites but in terms of like getting from city to city right honestly well no because I was gonna say you could take the Amtrak but don't I be feel honest like, I feel like suggesting taking the train in the United States to a person from Europe would be embarrassing it would be really sad and it would be it would be like it would just be like okay just take just drive yeah if you want it it'll suck <laughs> yeah but so so does our train not system, anywhere so near sorry. as much as our rail system sucks uh yeah. what a fucking travesty um johnny which baseball stadiums did you road trip to uh when we were growing up we would uh go to hit up all kinds of different baseball stadiums each summer one summer uh we did one that included uh detroit cleveland uh and then we went to we did pittsburgh philly the rust belt tour Rust yeah, Boys, the baby. Philly game. We uh, it rained and we left early, and then the rest of the game actually happened like an hour or two later. And Sammy Sosa hit two home runs to like an empty stadium, and my brother's convinced that he would have gotten both of those balls, and he's never left my let my father forgive uh, live it down. <laughs> well, and John, these these road trips were with both parents or just dad? Just dad. Okay, dad and the three boys. So your dad does love you at least. Even though your mom not, because <laughs> yeah, we didn't have garlic sure. bread. Yeah, uh, no garlic scratch. bread, but baseball road trip. You know, everyone's trying their best. Thanks, mom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, we should. Um, this. Yeah, and just real quick, a point of if uh, some of our European listeners might be confused, uh, you guys call baseball crisps. Yeah. So, so yeah, over here, <laughs> just wanted to get that. Just wanted to get that out, guys. <laughs> If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us five star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at GambitBabbage on Twitter, GambitBabbage on Instagram. If you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, or to get uh, personalized New York suggestions, uh, send those to GambitBabbage at gmail.com. Okay, we did it!